Hello and welcome to The Many Parallels. We're your hosts, uh, Trevor and Zach, and today we are talking about big cities. And uh, I mean, you wanna start positives, negatives? Cause I got plenty of negatives and very few positives. Um, Usually you got the opening question. I'll do, I'll do what I think is a positive for, you know, big cities and shit like that. Um, can, like potential for connectedness. You know, like we're in such close proximity, so many people, you would think that there would be like a tremendous amount of good coming from it. But obviously people like people in those situations obviously are more hustle and grind and like one thing to the next, whatever. They don't have as much, you know, they're, they're, they're jam packed up. So it's but I mean, like, isn't that good for society? You know, you have all the uh, manufacturing, all the products that come mm-hmm. out of, you know, having so many people so close. Right. No, I agree. And it's like, okay you gotta have like certain amount of people to have a productive city yeah but like does it mm, we just can't have uh like there's a point of too, too much i feel like where i don't know what that point is but like when you're literally in like super close proximity with people i feel like it does something to your uh I don't know, it devalues your interactions with people a little bit, more or less. That's kind of my interpretation of it. Like, and it's not like you automatically... Hold on, I gotta fix this shit. Keep on. It's not like you're gonna automatically treat people like garbage just because you live with a ton of people. But say, for example, you see, like, tons of homeless people every day, tons of fucked up people on drugs every day, you know, all that shit. Like, you're, you're literally desensitized to it. And so, so you think cities are overall good? Well, yeah. at what point do they become a negative? Right, like, I, I, shit. It's like when people aren't able to take care of themselves, and I guess that isn't just fucked up people that are already on the streets. It's like also people that are having a hard time affording where they live and shit like that, but. It's just a toughie because, like, bruh, how do you weigh all the factors, you know what I'm saying, that go into it? It's like, I don't know. I don't know how you weigh all the factors. So do you think instead of giant, big, metropolis-like cities such as, you know, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. we should instead just have big cities but smaller, um, which would mean more cities overall? Well, it's interesting because it's like, when you look at the big, the big like, you can say like, big city as in like the whole area of Milwaukee, the whole area of LA, whatever, because there's like all neighborhoods and shit. But like, obviously most most of those have inhabitants and stuff. If you're looking at the actual like downtown areas with the giant skyscrapers and shit, bro, like, I don't. Like, how many of us know what each of these things are for? Like, we don't act, like, they all have, must serve a purpose. That's why they're there, or they were intended to. But, w- like, we don't, it's almost unfathomable to the individual what each of these things has potential for or use for in this society. But just because we can't fathom it, does that mean inherently that no, it's, it's I don't think valueless? that it, 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 it shouldn't be there or something, but it's like, it's just a lot, bro. Like, I don't know. That's just my thought on it. Like, it's a lot. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's great, but it's also like, 
it seems like impossible like it's just it's like how like i used to think that as a kid like how long are these like downtown area is going to be here are they going to be here forever like it's incredible i don't know but obviously nothing's forever it's just like yeah i don't know i mean i like it but i don't i don't really have i don't know i don't know what's my thought on it like (laughs) all right well i mean because like i don't know like there's too much outside of my what i know about it or what i can know about it yeah, so I guess that's one thing to preface what I'm all about to say is that me too, I, I don't have this, I don't know the inner workings of this building's here for that and this company does that and this and yeah. this. But the idea of having multiple companies close to each other so that they can bounce things off one another, shipping times are shortened, thus production of products can be extradited, I believe is the proper term. Just so you can make shit quicker and things can yeah. innovate a lot better. That's the positive to it. Mm-hmm. But there's something about like, you know, we as humans, we're tribal fucking creatures, but being that packed in, that fucking condensed, something about it just... Uh, like, uh, it, it just like, it creates this like uh, dissonance in you that uh, you don't get when there's not as many people around like like yeah like small ass towns you see like oh you know your neighbors and all this shit it's like you think in a bigger city you'd be more social but it seems to have the opposite effect where it causes severe depression it creates addicts and isolation and people just want to well it's weird too because when you get into big like more busy places urban areas or whatever like this like you know say we, you want an apartment downtown like you're gonna be paying fucking two g's for an apartment for you know one bedroom apartment but it's like you're local to everything that's like the argument there like you you have a starbucks right down the road and dining all down this road and stores and grocery stores and everything right around you cool but like at a certain point i don't know if it like you're gonna you're gonna want to like my aunt uh lived downtown for like i don't know how many years maybe six years or something in her 20s and like she toughed it out and just paid the rent there because she enjoyed the area like just uh the downtown life and going out and stuff like that so she she like paid you know kind of a a large amount for her rent but she expressed that like she she didn't get to like she didn't enjoy living there it wasn't enjoyable not to any extent she literally just went there to sleep and like that's kind of an interesting idea too where you don't like you can either go out and just deal with your shitty little apartment or your apartment you overpay for not having your own land etc etc but you don't have to take care of it so that's kind of a good thing but you know at the end of the day if you want to still go out and live your life you're going to be paying for an apartment that you barely live in yeah you know and you're paying way more for that shit too because you're near all these things yeah which you may be arguing you know oh then it's closer to crash if you're doing shit but I don't know. I also feel like, you know, you're around so many people and it's like, you know, I, okay, I just went out to uh, my girlfriend's parents this Mm -hmm. weekend and they live in like a small little like, well, they don't, 
well, they live there most of the people it's just like a campground type thing but right trailers and you fucking drive past anybody it's weird if you don't say hi something uh when you yeah. see somebody but in big cities it's like you make eye contact and that's disrespect <laughs> yeah and, yeah oh, fucking, my bad sorry about that it's, yeah it's weird <laughs> like it, it causes this yeah there's like yeah. a disconnect from person to person and shit like and i think too when you're in those more like rural type of areas or whatever those more spread out whatever uh, it's like you're more incentivized to know everybody in your community because why not well i feel like that but also you see the value of the individual person that they bring to the table Mm -hmm. it's like you know if i i mean they they don't own a farm but let's just say like okay i fucking own a farm some shit and i got chickens here and we got all these eggs or whatever my next door neighbor, they got cows so we can get milk from them and beef. So it's right. nice to know them and make that trade. Well, you live in a city. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about my neighbors. They're just doing whatever the fuck. Maybe they piss me off every weekend when they're loud <laughs> yeah. as hell. I'm going to just go down to the like, local How, how are we going to serve each other? How What, what can yeah, we... And you, you don't need to necessarily. So then you kind of... Mm-hmm. You don't see the value in the individual person as much. And I feel like that's why people in big cities tend to become misanthropic and they also tend to become for lack of a better term satanists if you're familiar with actual satan ideology and not they worship satan but worship like of the, self yeah like i was gonna say kind of like pleasure and stuff like that yeah like, like you become but not like your higher, own god if yeah, you will yeah not like a higher form of pleasure just like self-serving and yeah you know it's like with the it's just, like, interesting, because me personally, like, I never was attracted to, like, probably similar to you, like, going out clubbing, bars, yeah. all this shit, but for some people, they just find that, like, very alluring, and, like, you know, if other people, like, it's the idea, I feel like, you know, of this is what people do, like, if you, like, you don't like doing this, well, you're that you're the exception to the rule. Oh, yeah, that's you're, definitely a huge fucking problem and i feel like it's probably exacerbated in big cities because right. yeah it's so like many more people pressure. the peer pressure <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty simple it's like you know go out and make bad decisions we're all doing it and like uh, to some people that that's not appealing and don't get me wrong like i've watched you know videos of people that's like oh how to like make it in new york city or whatever on this much money and like you know how to save this much money etc etc but it's like majority of people don't fucking do that and they don't do that for like i believe the reasons that we're talking about is like it's easy to overlook you know common courtesy and like connectedness with people and uh having fun and like giving into like you know satisfaction like temporary satisfaction is yeah. very alluring that instant gratification because you know if i do this i will you know i will immediately see the fruits of my labor whereas oh, if i build a company you're not going to see fruits of your labor for a while and there's gonna be a lot of right. struggles that come along with that like if you i don't know if you like let's say you're in a big city you're stuck in a big city not stuck but like you were born there and you're you know whatever like and you want to get out of there like there there there's ways to do that it's just like that's the few that will do that you know like that'll sit there and i don't know pick up that second third job whatever fucking save penny pinch 
eat fucking ramen and peanut butter jelly sandwiches and shit. And then, you know, like, work their way out of it. Maybe hit the books and, like, get their studies up and figure out how to do something themselves, etc., etc. A lot of people just don't want to do that. They don't want to go through that, like, initiation, especially if you're in a big fucking city. It's like, damn. Like, we're kind of in the in-between, you know? We don't live in the country, but we don't live in no downtown area. We're literally, like, in the middle between that. And it's like... I like it because I think it like allow like you still get that that dissonance a little bit bet- from person to person where you don't you can't care about everybody it almost yeah. it feels like there's there's a lot of people goddamn but like we're not packed to such an extent where like you know we're not seeing homeless people fucking people killing over people getting mugged uh whatever like tons and tons of fucking traffic and shit in Milwaukee. No, it's not really like this. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, bro, like maybe Milwaukee is kind of a good example, but like we still got like downtown where it gets fucking hectic. So like there I don't every big city I think will like destroy itself in the long run, but like that's just for what like what it's worth. Like but do you think for the time before they destroy themselves that they are a necessity, or do you think hmm. that we could do without them entirely and just avoid all I, the chaos that I should have their linked, downfall brings? I should have had this ready, bro. But it's actually an interesting idea that like kind of ties into this, where it's like, so this guy in the show that I was watching was like explaining how the different eras of architecture. Like, you know, medieval, for example, and then, like... Gothic, classical... all this shit. It's, like... Like, it was, like... Those were us trying to harness energy from different planets or different realms, which is weird. Like, I don't know exactly how that happens or whatever. It's, like... He was explaining it through, like, alignments and shit like this. Like, right now, we're building these structures the way they are because we're trying to harness energy from x or whatever you know whatever the thing is and like he's explaining like that makes me think like i don't know like why are there different eras of ways of building things well because the restart no because you got to think of it like this okay different cultures have different things that they view as artistically pleasing to look at that alone but also they'll learn different ways of architecture that are more efficient less uh yeah that's resource intensive and all these things and i feel like that's why you know buildings are the way they are now is because it's less resource intensive it doesn't take up as much space you can get more out of a smaller plot of land but it's less beautiful so we're making that trade-off but yeah yeah. it's interesting that it is like it is beautiful in a way but in what way like just in the way of like it's kind of crazy that they did that like let's say for a, like a skyscraper or something like it is it is a feat that they did like that they accomplished but it's like yeah like compared to i don't know old structures like a fucking coliseum and shit it's like i don't know that shit is pretty lit too but i don't know or some chapels and shit well, i mean but, to compare skyscraper to a coliseum is unfair to compare like a football stadium to a coliseum yeah. more so it, i mean that is like there is some dope looking fucking football stadiums i've seen on, right I, I don't know which fucking ones i don't pay attention to sports but like there is some dope shit that is still made 
But it's weird because they remake certain things like that in like a re like it's like a remake of a Coliseum, for example. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a remake. It just has a similar purpose of you need a fucking stadium where a bunch of people can watch a sport. And that's what Coliseums were. Right. But I mean I would still argue it's a re it's like a re making of well, what the are, thing? Well, there's nothing new under the sun. There's right. only 12 notes on the scale. Well. I, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Heard something like that in the song. But there's nothing <laughs> new under the fucking sun, essentially. And Yeah, so yeah. like everything is constantly being reworked and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. So big cities too. Like they'll come they'll go they'll rise they'll fall they're they're still they'll serve their purpose but are they necessary uh i think it's like every big city is like uh babylon or whatever where it's like i think babylon is just like representative of like the 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 big like like city of sin like the big uh everybody there is like wicked evil gives into like you know wickedness and shit like that's yeah that's like what we're kind of talking about so it's like it's just the energy around it because it has the effect that we previously stated on people well at least you know well do you you think it's like inherent because of the city or do you think it's inherent because of the people i think it's because probably both like i don't know but it's probably both like it's human nature coupled with the structure of a big city like you put two together and it's like it depends on i guess if like the like the central powers of the city like are uh implementing the same things as all these other corrupted cities have you know what i'm saying like if like they follow the same patterns of putting like stuff that will make people sin or help people sin then yes then like it's the i guess it's human yeah people do whatever they fuck they want i mean my thought is you know you have this many people all closed in and Regardless, in human civilization, there's going to be sinners. There's going to be people who gamble or give mm-hmm. in to other vices, you know, fucking debauchery and all that fuck shit of, like, clubbing and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you see, oh, there's this many people doing it. That means it's acceptable, and it becomes more socially acceptable in these big cities, and thus right. becomes more Like, that's and more what I'm saying, like, because it's not like everybody listens to the ruling power. No, but, like, if like there were proper teachings and forewarnings and like i guess certain like certain things were like if we only embrace good things which is like very rare then like then it would be a great big city but like how do you only embrace the good the good stuff without well it's because like what's looked at as good too is like economic efficiency and stuff like that so like if if you have businesses that overall are like a detriment to people's well-being or like the abuse of those businesses is a detriment to people's well-being but people aren't taught but then there's also things of there's trade-offs in some respects of like oh this helps here but it fucks up this thing so it's like what's worth more sometimes it's not really well in the ultimate thing yeah and the ultimate thing is that like because 
people have the option to do things or not do things it's like oh sure like have it like have the thing like it's more incentive to have it because people can either do it or not do it and feel weird for not doing it kind of like we were saying but like you're not necessarily weird if you don't do it most of the time like you're not weird if you if you don't do everything that everybody else is doing but it's like that's just the pressure you feel or one could feel i suppose would you re-explain that you lost me a little bit there shit i don't even know what i said yes i don't even know what i said about fucking i think you were talking about peer pressure yeah just like if those things are there then you're gonna feel (laughs) the need to do them like we said like that's all i'm saying like and if, if they're not there, like, if you only focus on the good stuff, like, the long-term good stuff, then that's fine. But, like, you're but just... like, the idea of a club, you know, you go and you socially interact with people and you get to know your community. Yes. There's that benefit, but then there's a point where it becomes, you know, people are doing blow in the bathroom and <laughs> fucking... Well, you can't remember anything. Drunk, belligerent, all... Like, that too, yeah. But how do you keep the people from doing that especially because you don't right you well, don't want the you government can't, you can't regulate on everything. Them. yeah, yeah. Um, people are gonna do what they want at the end of the fucking day so it's like okay. like you can't legally do blow in a fucking bathroom but you know at clubs people are doing blow in the bathrooms in some clubs I so think. like the way that you I think would weed that out is like proper teaching like you have to figure out whatever like the adverse effects of said thing would be and then like forewarn other people of those things yeah but how do, how do you spread that on a mass right because you know like that's it's kind of what's going on is it's it's a lot easier to persuade somebody towards the way of sin than it is towards the way of virtue because it's mm-hmm. it's easier to sin you can see oh if i do x i'll immediately get y and you know, it's it's difficult to put your effort towards shit to, okay, use podcast example. We uploaded this, you know, we don't get a million views. A lot of people think, oh, well, then there's no point. It's like we have to put in work to do that shit. Mm-hmm. So how do you convince people that that work it's worth is it. worth it, but to continuously teach that across generations? That I feel like big cities make that a very difficult and daunting task, whereas mm-hmm. if you own a farm... You teach your kids farming growing up and they'll know the inherent value of hard work. No, I agree. It's just, um, how do you do that in big cities? Uh, You basically have to, like, restart and institute a new rule. But how do you do that? I don't, bloodshed? like (laughs) Bloodshed? Like, lots of it. I don't know. Like, a bloody revolution. But it's like... That I've already like said that a lot of times just to people in general that like that's that's what it's gonna take to like re like reform into like I don't want to say a utopia no because I don't know if nature will allow a utopia but it's like whatever society is supposed to be that isn't complete control and like shit like that like the illusion of capitalism and shit like this like we shouldn't that shouldn't that's not like whatever society is is not there's too much suffering it's not the way it's supposed to be and like well it'll always be suffering when it's one of the three core principles like no buddhism there's too much suffering 
there's too much like there's too much suffering and i feel like it's perpetuated essentially by the government so like what like because the government bro is supposed to protect the people they don't protect the people they slowly eat the people alive with the help of the people so it's like i mean that's just the idea that tyranny is always going to rise so until until that gets abolished and there's no more like people just follow whatever the set order is then like i don't know like there's no yeah so i mean that's sort of you know this is like what i was the main topic but our country was founded on the idea of you know the people and to try to have the government have as little overreach because our founding fathers knew tyranny will always rise whenever and wherever it can mm-hmm. and if it's in a private sector it's a lot easier to be like yeah we're gonna stop buying from the company fuck you guys yeah. essentially um than it is if you know joseph stalin's ruling over your country or some shit like that yeah um i guess in their case king george iii um so you know you talk about legislative things but do you think inherently say perfect government and everything that you know big cities are still beneficial in some respect do you think they're still bound to fall? And also another thing on what you said of... They are. You, you said big cities are set up to fail, but then you also said we need a bloody revolution. Well, if they're already going to fall, why do we need a revolution? That's how the... I mean, if they don't collapse in on themselves, then I, that's, that's how they will fall. Like, I'm not no economist or nothing. I don't know shit about that. But, like, everything has a finite lifespan, including cities so like they're they'll have to like uh but do you think a city's lifespan is shorter than say a smaller rural city uh because that that's kind of what you seem to imply earlier uh i don't know lifespans of cities bro so it's like i don't know but it's like all i know is that i think that like i i want to be a like a a libertarian uh like min like min minar- minarchy or something where it's like minimal rulership but like that always turns into more rulership it never hasn't done that so like and it inevitably will and that's why our republic when founded you know had kind of don't fuck with these core bill of rights these are rights we all fucking have mm-hmm. and then Motherfuckers are like, oh, we should be like Canada and arrest people for misgendering. Fuck you. Right, <laughs> right. So it's like, whatever, like, the freest the world has gotten in our, in our like, known times, I guess, like, kind of recent records and shit, is, like, when our country's founded. That's, like, the freest a place has, like, knowably been. I mean, sure, you could go, like to the whatever the amazon and like try to live there but it's hard so like yeah like just in terms of i guess standard like living like damn bro when the founding fathers like came up with these principles they were they like they tried to make something that you really cannot fuck with but they they're still fucking with it two or three hundred years into it because they knew people inevitably wouldn't they try to make this ironclad so that we would realize and be able to hopefully stop it before it gets too far. And that's what I'm saying why it's like 
it, they even knew that like a, a bloody revolution is where it'll have to go if like if they start to deteriorate these things that we created and uh, like no, like they're not gonna change if they're not gonna change then you have to change it like which is true about anything like if you want it done do it yourself but like you know that's like as a collective we're gonna like society will have to do that and it's like when when is the time like if if you can literally just openly admit that you're enslaved because you have to give them a certain amount of money from each of your fucking paychecks and you can't say no then at what point do you guys yeah, y'all want to act like the revolution and shit wasn't started because of like taxation taxation's theft no taxation without representation sure we have representation but like not fucking really most people couldn't even name their fucking what like, they get taxed for type shit they, like. they couldn't name their congressional thing there's no open source of here's where your tax dollars are going we can kind of see that they're you know funneling money to fucking ukraine hopefully by the time this video airs that stops and they you know have helped the motherfuckers in maui but there's all that shit going on yeah and well and that, that's like something else i wanted to touch on is like you know, obviously foreign aid and shit like that, but it's like, I just saw uh, Mr. Beast, bro, fuck, you know, uh, upload saving an orphanage in, in Africa and building 12 homes on their land. That's, that's a great thing. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong, that's a positive. But why does motherfucker not do that over in... here that are Over in... The plot of land that just got laser beamed and fucking, you know, the 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 the, the private uh, investors are coming to buy it all up from them and shit like that. Why not give them twelve new motherfucking homes or like makeshift homes so that they, if they wanted to, like they claim they do, I've seen in these interviews, they could stay on their fucking land instead of. I mean, they can still stay there, but they're going to have a fucking patch of dirt to lay on, you know, yeah. the ashes of their loved ones to lay on and shit. So, but it, it creates that a weird example of like, well, you can't tell him what to do with his individual money. Yeah, sure. I know I can, but it's like, it's a weird idea. He's an American with all these suffering Americans in this central location right here that we know but about. But see, as his right as a private citizen, I think he has the right to do that. But the government... Agreed. We should be prioritizing taking care of our own yeah. well, people, not. And they, they, I think they gave them seven hundred dollars or something like this, bro, as aid, like each of the affected parties and shit. And it's like, bro, that'll get them. Okay, this is the controversy, bro. The government workers that they're sending over there, like the, I forget who, like whatever rescue over where though. Yeah, to the fireplace. Yeah. Bro, they're staying in hotels that are twelve hundred to two thousand a night. So they're abusing their power essentially. Yeah, like yeah. like they're staying over there for fucking how long? Four days a week for a thousand to two thousand. Like y'all should be setting up tents and setting up tents for refugees as well, and helping motherfuckers administering medical aid yeah, where necessary, and all these kind of things. Those people that are getting paid, presumably, a pretty a pretty penny uh, you know working in these government positions they're probably not getting paid the highest amount i know but you know they had they, yeah like it would make more sense if they were in at least like makeshift homes or temporary shelters if not like tents and shit opposed to the other way around like 
why are the families not being put up in the fucking yeah. hotels and so shit? So to like bring that? it back to um you know, the topic at hand, big cities. Yes. That's one possible benefit of big cities is in times of crisis, mass manufacturing of goods and supplies and all that shit can, you know, that process can be extradited right. in a big city so we can send these, make these supplies a lot quicker to send them over right. when they're needed, necessary. That's why they were crucial during, you know, when we became a superpower during World War II and all that shit of, well, we need firearms or we can manufacture these and this and even companies that aren't set up to do that times of crisis fucking help out and the government will be like here we'll even subsidize some of your shit or not subsidize but subsidize means a take doesn't it yeah yeah i to get we'll give you some fucking money or some shit extra than mm-hmm. you might have well been making to help us in our efforts and shit and that that's the kind of government thing where it's like but they're not going to demand it but hey this would help a lot Big cities are useful for that. So it's like, how do you get that if all these companies are located across the country from right. one another? Agreed. No, I agree. And I, there is something to that, like, cent, like centralization of resources that is, like, useful. It's just the government should not have full reign or full control over those resources necessarily, right? Like, that's kind of the... Well, do you think they currently do? In big cities and such? Oh, yeah, probably. Because it's like, if it's not the government, it's like a corporation. And corporations just get sucked off by the government. So it's like... It depends on the corporation, but yeah, definitely. Like, most of the time. I mean, it's like the corporations look at the government for protection, essentially. And, like, if they can get protection from the government, then it's like you guys are sleeping together like you're in bed together i don't know yeah see like there should be some sort of like benefits you know like companies and shit get from governments but governments shouldn't necessarily get uh for certain benefits from companies and individuals it's it's like weird with like big companies like amazon or whoever you know with the facebook or any of these Meta. companies, bro, it's, yeah, it's like, they're, the, the government can have their hand in the cookie jar or in that company's, you know, pool of influence without, you know, have, like, they're not the company. Like, it's just, it's like a scapegoating that goes on where, like, But the then they allow be, the company different, you know, benefits, some parent to us, some not so, but... There is some protection to the laws where they'll get more slaps on their wrists or kind of things brushed under the rug, which is because of that. Okay, Meta, for instance. One of the, another main reason I decided to delete my Facebook and shit is because, well, they've admitted to suppressing, you know, the Hunter Biden and all that shit. And yeah. there is a lot of other things of the FBI going to them, telling them, oh, don't don't run this story, don't run that. And Elon said that happened too That's what I'm saying. with Twitter before where he they, bought it. Where, like, they'll shit. intervene in there and, like, try to create influence for whatever their agenda is. That's exactly. kind of that and, sketch, bro. Yeah, and that's not how it should be run here, at least. I was. It's not what America was founded on, is that yeah. kind of fucking government involvement. It's weird because it's like, yeah, the company can do what they want, but like, whoa, what about when it's working with like the people that, you know, uh, 
essentially look for people to depend on them. Like the government looks for people to depend on them and look for them for security. So if you can get these like large companies that have this giant influence and effect on society to, you know, essentially be, I don't want to say a weapon, but to be a, a instrument, a tool. But yeah, see, that's how the government looks at it is they look at them as a tool or an instrument. What the government's role should be is to make sure that they don't abuse that power and use it. As, as a tool and an instrument. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. that the company yeah. doesn't do that. Not being like, oh, you guys could do this, but actually we're going to do it. That, that's not what the yeah. fucking government is supposed yeah. to be doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I definitely think there is some effects that that'll have on people's, you know. But then I wonder if they like feign ignorance when they're like at those like congressional hearings and stuff with like Google or Zuckerberg or whoever and 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 they're like like the congressmen and women, I mean granted they're old as shit, but See, I don't think all of them are in on it is why. Right. And that's they're out of the loop and shit. Yeah, and that's part of, you know, well we're determining what people know and don't know. Well, that includes you know the Congress, some Congress people, because they're not going to be for this if they knew. Yeah. Because it doesn't fit their narrative. Maybe they're for the fucking manipulating of the U.S. but not for this fucking yeah. this. Like it's like agendas bullshit. inside of agendas yeah. inside it's of like, agendas, bro. There, there's a lot of fuck shit you can argue, but that shouldn't even be an aspect of which government is involved in. Right. They should you, just be making sure that, you would wish the people would identify it immediately and weed it out, but it's like. It, it gets kind of embedded within the system after so long, after generation and generation. It's like, okay, I don't know. Like, fuck, bro. Like, big cities, I think, themselves can be really good. It's just uh, always, like, with too much government control, oversight, whatever, then, then it gets, like, fucked up because, you know, like, it doesn't create a truly free market and tr- a truly free sovereign living place for everybody to do what they want which is like you know you it's weird i want to talk about this a little bit like the state of nature and stuff like what is your view on that like if we remove the government from like big cities do they descend right into chaos do we need a slow roll i mean yeah you you see how shit goes and or would like like people that are you know just and shit would they fight back and shit like that there would be some cases of that but as a whole i mean you just you know the recent rise and all that shit there's uh you were telling me about that case where some youtuber is like oh, i'm giving shit away for free and then it caused a riot you see what happens when people go on mass and then they realize wow the fucking police can't control us let's do whatever the fuck we want and you know they give in to those fucking vices of i want this i want that and whatever the fuck else well if the government straight up says yeah we're done here packing our things and leaving and yeah those big cities are gonna burn things at play like there's like okay look okay if you if everybody in there has a high like moral stature or more like moral whatever like level then like you can do as many giveaways as you want. They're not going to descend into chaos. They'll line up like neat boys and girls or they'll fucking go back home. But like, why is it that when you put something like that in motion that it descends into chaos? Because they're like, it's like you say, like, 
their like their sinful brain or whatever keeps like it, it activates right away. They get that oh I can be a part of this. I can be it, get what I want. I but can see do the thing is too, you know, say it's ten percent of people that don't have that you yeah. know that initial reaction, but everyone else is like I would like to do this, but I understand we need order and be orderly. Yeah. Well, then they see these ten percent people doing it. Well, uh, they might turn a blind eye if I do it too. And then that fucking has a chain reaction yeah. of setting off everybody except for those who truly believe in moral and order mm-hmm. and chaos ensues. True. So, yeah, it's interesting, bro. It's like, it makes me think, you know, like, I still don't believe that, like, like, I don't, I don't think that guy should have been held responsible for that. But that's kind of a separate thing. It's like, you know, just... People have a uh, like an ability to choose if the, if they want to react and give in to these things, and like that's like a big part of it. Is like if they're taught what like what's worth giving into or not. But in some part too, if a mob is going on, it's safer to be a part of that mob than against that mob. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's to escape and get to somewhere safer so that's also somewhere where it's like differentiating that shit and yeah like like where is it for your protection or not and shit like that like you know like i would argue that even if it's like a whole mob of people doing it is it's still worth like it can cause you to think a certain way like that it might be right and stuff but always like using that ability to question things and stuff is like real important like because it I, I know like we all know that feeling of like you know giving in and shit and it if it does feel good but it's like yeah. the second you're done with it it's that regret that yeah you realize where you went wrong and, and, and what the other path would have been yeah i mean that's always i, I like to refer to those fucking memes of like uh, guys after they jerk off and it's just like fucking what shame I've committed and it's like that feeling yes yeah. it's because you know what you did is fucking wrong but you went ahead and did it anyways even before you did it you knew right it was wrong but you were like oh but the immediate thing sounds cool right especially like yeah like there's something deep about that example because it's like you know you're, you're like it's like your primitive brain and shit. You like that you're activating. Well, it is. It's all your primitive brain, kind of. Yeah. Like yeah. when you're just given into that, it's like, yeah, a monkey. Like, yeah. It can be wrath. It could be greed. It could be whatever else. You know, when you're stealing shit, when you're breaking shit and burning shit, that's wrath, obviously. It's kind of like, like, living in that lower realm if you're doing all that stuff, opposed to like being like you're over it. Like, you're over all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, like, in a visual, like, how I'm thinking about it. It's, like, if you're just over that stuff, like, you're over, I don't know, being angry, being lustful, being whatever. If you're just over it, then, like, then you don't have, then you you the thing you is, think as, about it before you give into it. But it's hard as fuck to get yeah, over those a, things. Yeah, because as humans, we are imperfect. And these things, you know, whether you believe it's fucking the Darwinist perspective of the monkey in us, or if you believe it's the devil's hands, you know, coming mm-hmm. and grabbing us, there are these things that pull us and they will always, you know. It, okay, it's like our nature, and then it's like, 
okay, building new patterns is hard, new habits and shit, but like doing though, like building new habits and patterns against our nature is like what the whole, that idea is. So I started watching, I'm like halfway through the second episode of the Exodus Here's Jordan Peterson. It's pretty fun good, but they were talking in that about, you know, and I, I definitely agree. There's something about doing the right thing that also feels really fucking good and rewarding and fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a different form of it. And there, there's something to that of perhaps that is also our nature. Mm-hmm. But it's one that's harder to realize because... It's like our higher nature almost. Yeah. Like if you're talking about all that other stuff is like low vibration type of shit then like yeah then that would be the higher nature is like or your creative nature almost in a way like what were you watching what is it uh the exodus series which are by oh Jordan Peterson. okay yeah. yes i was just like re-watching one of them bro that's yeah yeah i'm like halfway through the second one i was watching some of it some, some shit some but cool shit yeah they they talk about a lot of things and it's also why i had to uh stop halfway through the second one because I was like okay my brain keeps going on random tangents of things I need to because I, I want to be able to fully digest yeah. everything they're fucking saying and shit um, but yeah like th- there is some part of us that wants to do good mm-hmm. and wants to be morally good and that's also where I wonder if what we determine is good because they didn't really talk on this but I know we've talked on this before of what we determine is good if that's nurture or if that's nature right right yeah no because you could be taught that you know chopping the heads off of the firstborn is fine yeah and like you know if if you if you're like no this is a proper sacrifice then like that seems legit but that was just taught to you it was nurtured not nature but what would be nature is i i see Nature needs time. It's just part of nature, time. So, like, if you nurture somebody to be a certain way, then that'll fuck up their nature, I feel like. Like, if you intervene and nurture something, then, like, they don't get to take their natural course. Yeah, see, so that was something I was going to kind of think of, you know, because there's some Middle Eastern countries and shit where it's like, you know, oh, you disagree with my religious views, so I'm going to, you know... Kill you, or I'm gonna blow up your place of worship, or other things like that. But I feel like then there's also some detachment, whereas you believe these, but then when you actually see how it affects people, that's right. when it'll. You need time. Yeah, but I also feel like there's this, there's there's a human element too of, you know, even if you are so in setting your ways of wrong, as you were saying, nurture your nature will come out, but like okay you say it needs time do you think it needs to be prompted by something or do you think given you know however long that individual person needs the uh right moral answer will come out inevitably um okay i think that they could die like that i think that like they could die confused does that answer the question or no well die as in they die of old age confused or, or die of fucking at yeah, 20 because of their wrong beliefs right like 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 let's say hmm, i don't know like let's say the person that believes killing is okay um they've killed many people they're only 22 years old 
and they suffer a tragic random death, okay? Like, they died in their brain, I think, thinking the incorrect thing. They, yes. they, yeah, like they died. But if they hadn't died, then do you think there is like they a, would naturally come that to they would conclusion? naturally come to that conclusion, and or do you think something would have to push them to that conclusion? Yeah, I think there would have to be like an initiating factor uh, to it because of like desensitization. Like we see desensitized shit now, so like that's probably something that's been pretty consistent throughout yeah i mean there's like stories and shit too of like you know people <laughs> in war they become desensitized to killing and then they accidentally kill like a child or a woman and yeah. then it's like that completely destroys them and then they suffer ptsd the rest of their fucking life and right they're ruined as a person and see, coming to terms with everything that they had done prior and see if you were just like i feel like soldiers it Maybe they are raised to believe that, but maybe they get conditioned to believe that. It depends on the culture. Right. So, like, de- like in depending on that, if they spent all that time being initiated in that, then I think they would... It would take something re- more significant to get them to cross over, you know? But yeah. It's just... It, it's a weird thing where, like, even if the good is, like, inher- like inherent, like, okay, if... You should inherently know that killing people is bad. Yeah, you should under the right conditions. But if you were brought up in the wrong conditions, then you were nurtured to believe that. But do you think regardless of nurture, there is always some part of them that is like, this is wrong. Even if they completely what? tell that thing to shut the fuck up. I know what you time. mean. Like if, like if they have a dead conscience. Like if, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like I think that people like that... like. Because we can't get into their brain, we yeah, don't. Yeah, it's always speculation. Yeah, like we don't know if like they really thought that that was just or not. But like, you would like to believe that they could come to the realization, but you don't know that. Yeah, but then that that always calls into questions of our our beliefs and our views on what is good inherent across humanity or just inherent well, across what, maybe Western de- culture, Judeo Christian culture. It depends what your reasoning is. Like, that's what I think. Like, how good is your reasoning? Like, why is, like, just to run with that good example, why is killing wrong? You can't take their life because you didn't give them the life. See, though, there's some things, too, that you could debate why it's good, um, both, you know, wholly good and why it's Darwinistically good. um, To do, like, a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. So, like, killing is one of those, you know, you don't want to decrease the population and all that shit. You don't want to decrease the amount of species to continue your lineage or whatever the fuck possibility. Um, So, something more nuanced, let's say, because this would actually kind of be against the Darwinistic perspective. But I, in my own personal life, I feel like there is some validity to this. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea of, um, you know promiscuity i believe is the term uh you know being loose sexually if you will and you know from a darwinistic perspective that makes sense oh have sex with a bunch of people reproduce more um whatever the fuck but there's something that feels inherently evil about that and i don't know if that's my western culture or maybe that's something like if that's nature or nurture yeah exactly um okay 
my brain like goes to I like okay I always start with I don't know but like my brain goes to um obviously we're nurtured to believe in the idea of like you know a relationship between a man and a woman and then having children but I think that there is something like true about the idea of the man the woman and then them forming a union to have the offspring like there's something divine about that in my opinion so like that is the goal of life in terms of like a biological standpoint reproductive whatever but like obviously there might be a like that's just like the micro goal what's the macro goal of life like what's the bigger human purpose and shit like that so like if that's the micro purpose then like and and there's something divine about that like there's the pieces fit the way that they're supposed to perfectly so it's like you know uh is 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 testing out multiple individuals necessarily like wrong or right it depends like it depends if you found one that's worthy of that union or not like if you found one worthy of that union but you're still doing that because of your lower animalistic sexual gratification urges then you gotta turn you gotta work on your monkey brain you're you know busting your nut all the time (laughs) for real and like i've seen dudes struggle with that homies like oh bro there's so much pussy out here but like i got a good girl and like i don't know if i could like live with myself if i cheated on her well like you got two conflicting brains going on yeah you know and like you know you gotta pick one the super ego in the head yeah and like i've seen them pick the you know the the lower one and And then they regret it yeah well yeah they repent they feel bad they don't know how to repent they don't know what they're feeling they're they're confused and shit and like ultimately like they end up realizing most of the time i feel that like oh they wish they didn't give in to that yeah they wish they didn't but well you could make the argument you know it's ain't fully what i believe but you can make the argument of like as people we require some certain relationships you could Mm -hmm. argue we require friendships and such and maybe you know relationships are like that and they only regret it because let's say you know your partner is hurt by it and that's why but not because of the act itself yeah um so what what is your thought on that okay do you think the act itself is considered evil or do you think it's just because of how it affects the other person I think it's the act is evil itself because of how it affects the other person. Like the, you did the act, like with the ability to acknowledge how it would make them feel. So if you're not in a relationship though with somebody else and you're just giving into that, is that then okay? Um, in your opinion, obviously. Well, not. based on my logic, then it would be okay as far as if you're looking for the right person like for example if you've tried being with a person and then you like had sex with them but then you 
don't want to be with them anymore, then naturally you go to the next person. Okay, so yeah, so what I was saying though is like, there's something that just seems wrong and completely immoral to me about one night stand culture, not necessarily dating and shit. Yeah, fucking my therapist was like caught off guard when I said the (laughs) shit before, but I was like, uh, because I'd say, what's the point of being in a fucking relationship? If the end goal is in marriage, like, I'm just wasting my fucking time. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, like, she's had plenty of clients who don't agree with that notion of, like, you know, guys and shit, obviously. And that's just confusing to me. Why be in a relationship or why waste your time? You know, you get the instant gratification of sex or whatever the fuck. But it's, like, something about it feels wrong. Yeah, I think it's, like, it's because, like, those people don't understand that concept of like the union of the of the the two like they they might not value that or understand that or like they might want that like they want it but like they think the way to get that is by they, they don't have the initial uh or the first-hand experience of what it's actually like so well yeah and like a lot of young dudes my you know people i know shit like they get caught up in the idea of like they got to test out as many fucking girls as they can to see like which one's the right one as if like putting their dick in them is going to determine who they should put their long long-term work into like it i get it but like i but that's like a naive standpoint like to think like because oh, this girl has, like, you had the best sex with her, that that's who you have to be in a thing. Like, that's like a, a boy's thought. That's not a how you look at shit, so. Like, there's more factors to consider and shit like that, so. But do you believe that it's inherently wrong then and evil, even, if you will, to know? Like, to not have the intent of that unity. Yeah, to never yeah. have that intent, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, I think okay. that's that, that was my whole reason got a little segue there um of saying that you know there's that feeling of that's evil now is that because you know we were raised in a judeo-christian society or is that something inherent in all humans you can make the darwinist argument as well it's a religious one for why you wouldn't want that because it's the best for the children and that's what sex is for so monkey brain right and i feel like the, the thing that where that plays like a, a huge like psychological maybe effect on people is is like okay if you're a dude right and you're just going out there busting your nuts bro on different girls and you're not you're not keeping any of them then it's like stop it Get like i didn't i didn't ever like fulfill my prophecy or whatever i never got that union that unity that i was seeking and like I should, like, not, like, they're going to think about it, I, I I would think, like, I should be able to do that, I should have been able to do that, but I didn't, like, they're going to beat themselves up over it, like, they're going to be like, damn, I never got that, and, like, you know, I know a dude, like, I keep saying I know a dude, but, like, I know a dude that's like that, like, he's, a, you know, probably about 50 and shit, no, no marriages, no... Like he has a he has one kid or two kids and from two different women and like no long term relationships you know like he's and he's just like oh yeah I wish I could have settled down with a woman but like those days are beyond me they're not like you know fifties not too old but like it's just is what it is bro like sometimes people waste their whole life busting nuts and then 
yeah, they'll pop out a kid, maybe two, but those kids are basically bastards and shit, and they have to grow up in a divided household, and you gotta worry about holding it down for them while, you know, you're sitting there fucking around with women left and right and shit. So it's like, yeah, you know, it just creates a new can of worms when you have ch- when you bring it children into it and you're living that way. But it's crazy, bro. It's just like. Yeah, I think I think it's like fucked up to just be going out popping nuts re- recklessly, but it that's a lot of dudes be like doing that, you know. Yeah, There's just like and, and oh, and I was gonna say psychologically, it feels so good. So like, it's hard to believe that that's like wrong. You know what I mean? Like they get yeah. really confused. But like, overall, inherently throughout different cultures and all, do you believe that they would see that as a wrong? I think that. I think, yeah, they would, and they would just feel, they would feel it. Like, it would yeah. just naturally occur to them after, like, 20 fucking, 25 nuts. It's like, damn, uh, like, I guess 25 more is going to have to be the solution. Like, that's how confused they're going to be. Yeah. Even though it's like, no, you need to repent for those 25. Like, I don't know. See, because if there is the inherent uh, moral compass that is the same across all of us then i feel like there is hope for big cities and such but the uh i don't know if it's because of the society we have if it's humans in general because you know we will start off confused and it takes different people different amount of times to find their way some people might never uh find what's actually right so inevitably it seems big cities are doomed in some sense uh Socially, culturally, not to, economically. Yeah, to a Babylonian type of state, basically, where like people will descend into evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think it'll be like that until like I don't know the, the structure of which like. People commonly practice like, um, like the stru- like how people commonly practice. I don't know. I don't want to say courtesy, but like connectedness and all this type of shit taking the time to think about other people and their but what, that'll last a generation and the next generation right, that's what it'll I'm saying. reset essentially yeah, it's, so it's like how, how how do you instill that like i don't like you have to have like a religion about that type of shit you could but even so that was a thing for a while but there was still you know prostitution and all that other shit that would go that run rampant in all those fucking ancient civilizations and such. Right, right. So it's like, there's something inherent in humans, so how do you stop big cities from... Yeah, is that a question we'll ever know, but... You can't stop them, but you can mitigate. You you can't you can't stop it, but you can uh, do things to not accentuate it. That's for sure. You can, yeah. Like, yeah, but then it's, as I said, a few generations down the line... Morals have changed. They are like, oh, yeah, fuck everything that this city was found on. Let's change that. Because they, they don't realize why um, things happened and were set in stone in the first place. But it's just because, like, there's, like, like I think that people inherently want to do good and know the truth if they're in the proper conditions. So you have to set the proper conditions and, like, there has to be keepers of that like whoever the keepers are like the keepers are the people but like i know what you're saying like 
pat like by pattern we always forget well yeah i mean there's that old adage of uh what the fuck is it hard times create strong men strong men create good times good times create weak men weak men create bad times and it's just you know that cycle ever so and it's it's because you know if you're raised in your cozy coddled little fucking city you don't realize oh they made this rule because if we don't have it while our entire fucking civilization crumbles beneath it you, you don't realize you know the structural integrity of each pillar you're founded upon right i mean what's your opinion we need them it, it's a difficult thing because i feel like economically and you know it in terms of manufacturing much- and shit there there is importance there yeah and why we you can't need. be you can't be negligent towards the benefit the clear benefit yeah just because in modern days the negatives have become more apparent mm-hmm. um and then there is also you know i think the negatives are accentuated because of as we kind of you know went down a rabbit hole of uh political reasons and such of people looking for more power overextending that shit and right. that becomes its own you know how do you how do you stop that you know yeah black hole <sighs> yeah it we could talk circles for fucking days on this topic honestly and i mean my thought and my worry i guess is just the people in those cities and how it's affecting them there's homeless people uh people becoming drug addicts and shit because of all the stress and everything going on there um burnout yeah burnout but then I mean, just going off the things I see online, there is people who are NPC-brained. Like, if, well, my, yeah. my girlfriend brings this up all the time. Sorry, just real quick to add my, my girlfriend brings this up all the time that she's read on Reddit and, like, other places that there's some people who don't have an internal monologue and that yeah. perplexes the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard that, too. It's weird. And, and so I feel like big cities are good for those kind of people who just, you know live day by day and need to work because we do need people like that to maintain the way our society's going yeah. until robots can take it. See, that's what, that's what I thought about is that like, okay, even if like somebody hits the fucking great reset button right now, bro, bad, bad usage of the term, but either way, and like we're reduced to a state of nature, we always like, it seems that we always like tribally take order. Like, we always ascend or descend, whatever you want to call it, into order, hierarchies. Yes. So, I mean, fucking Jordan Peterson in his first book, I still need to read the goddamn second one, talks about that shit a lot, though, and how, you know, it's even Taoist fucking perspective, you you know, yin and yang. The strongest. Well, it's just, it's the yin and yang thing of if there's absolute chaos, we'll seek order, but then order will always become too much, and, you know, that looks Mm. like, you know, Fucking, yeah, tyranny and Mao and fucking Stalin, all that shit. And then we revolt and we go against that kind of shit. And it's it's cycles of if you have too much order, you're going to get chaos. If you have too much chaos, order's going to... We need to find a balance, but that is a extremely challenging task, especially with mm-hmm. each passing generation. How do we instill... This is why we have this. Please don't fuck it up. And then they're like... Uh, what they say it doesn't make sense well it's, it's weird right because why doesn't 
like the great societies of whatever, the USA Today, Rome back then, uh, whoever the fuck, bro. Why don't they like, what, like what destroys these great things? Is it a natural occurrence or is it like economic shit? Is it like, like, let's just say it's like slow crippling of economics and shit like this. Okay. Then like, how do they, why do they keep getting so big and so, uh, so much more like extra, I don't want to say extravagant, but you know, they get so big and then they fall. Like, how do they, why can't any of them maintain and like try to not get so big? My thought on this, which we will be talking about in one of our upcoming episodes on the Fermi Paradox and Aliens and all that shit with uh, good friend Noah, Um, fucking civilizations, well, we, uh, we tend to evolve a lot more uh, technology technologically uh, during times of conflict. Yeah. Um, so what is your thought on perhaps for a country to succeed and to continue to grow that we need an enemy? Because, I mean, isn't that yeah. communism? You know, you need that competition. Right. Um, I think, pr- like, provably, yeah, I agree. Like, based upon patterns then yeah like we need the fucking driving force to push you forward but it's it's like does that driving force need to be like war conflict whatever death it doesn't but we all right right you know it doesn't but it seems to if america's goku well we need our fucking vegeta because russia and china ain't really that you know they're trying to you know, trying to be chummy buddies with China, even though they're fucked. Russia, I mean, they're still, they haven't really advanced since like the 70s, technologically speaking, despite acting like they have. I mean, hell, they still use the fucking AK-74 for the most part. Shit, I've seen actual pictures of shit. Fucking uh, Russian soldiers using like Mosin Nagants and fucking Papashas, which you know, World War One and Two weapons, respectively. That's what they have, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And they're using, like, their old-ass fucking Cold War era tank. Like, they, they haven't gotten to... We, we don't have a... Like, America doesn't have a good modern adversary, and I feel like that's where, you know, instead of us better dead than red, well, yeah. now that statement stays true, but, but it's that- become politically to the parties instead of right a foreign adversary but that that kind of makes me think that like you know it's more than likely that like the world powers of everywhere are like all in bed together type of thing like they're all they all go to the fucking round table meetings and they all have their representatives and they all discuss their the state of whatever the their country is and uh go from there type shit like the suits whoever the suits are that operate for these people and it's like you, you can call them the people that are like in the shadows you know they're not gonna be like big name people like Donald Trump or whoever the fuck they're gonna be like the people that advise the people that advise them type of thing and like like three layer separated type of people or whatever and like I don't know like what is, what was your I don't know where I went with that I'm looking at yeah something. I was I was confused too uh, but I was just saying that like do you think we need 
an adversary, if you will, to oh, yeah, do like, we need a rival. Like they're all like there is no adversary. Like even like like back like even when there's an adversary, it's like they they're like bro. The leaders of the world agreed to like sacrifice people to each other. That's what they agreed. Well, I'm saying as like as a as a society, but like we that, don't that, have a shared rival like, of it, Russia communism anymore like anytime they want to like uh what do you call that like how you're saying like war has pushed industry forward war has yeah inspired economic growth anytime they want to do that it's like oh press the war button press the human sacrifice button boop boop and then like you shed all that blood and stimulate your economy and then like that's See, see, the problem is that it's always been war and bloodshed, and it doesn't need to be. We need to have some sort of peaceful rivalry, but that seems well, impossible I feel like, for well, it, it wasn't, humans. It wasn't peaceful, but like, I don't know. Like, I was gonna say, like Japan, like you know, they we bombed the fuck out of them apparently, but then it's like, what do you call it? They. They stop fucking with people. They they start being, I guess, subservient or whatever you call that. So I believe they had, um, they were an empire, whatever the fuck at the time, and they no longer are after all that shit. Mm-hmm. And thus is they've become a democracy. And, yeah, yeah, and like they they like they just work, like Japanese craftsmanship. I guess is kind of like a like a huge thing. Like they like that craftsmanship is like a, just like a. We don't got craftsmanship embedded in our society the way that they, I guess, do type shit. And they, but they just humbly, like, will take that position as like a craftsman. But like people here, it's kind of becoming scarce to be a craftsman and shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about craftsmen. But well, you know, we need, you know, we need to have people that some competition. Like, competition oh, is right. vital competition. to innovation you know fucking so if we're not making shit then like i don't know like who are we we're not competing yeah there is still somewhat of that in you know companies of xbox and playstation for instance yeah Uh, there is that sort of competition but as a society we seem to need some sort of shared enemy or else we will find one and i feel like that's why political lines have been drawn so fucking deep if you will yeah it's like Our biggest enemies that they make it out to be now is obviously the like the two you've mentioned and like all the only things that there's like two frontiers that are being pushed in in terms of like that shit is like space and UFOs or whatever like we don't know if it's these like that's what they're projecting is like we don't know if it's one of these guys that's making up all this shit and it, if if it's a security issue and all whatever the fuck so that's an interesting aspect of that like like i like if i'm saying if they're all in bed together bro they're all fucking in communication then it's like what is the goal of them fear-mongering the public about that like what's the goal of them being like oh maybe this is china or russia invading our airspace we're gonna we're gonna confirm it isn't and then whatever the fuck like it's just to create like you're saying the the effect of like 
we have an enemy. Don't forget we have these enemies. Don't forget they could be sending shit in our airspace. Because there needs to be something that unites, if not humanity as a whole, um, you know, the U.S. at the fucking very least, countries need to be united. We don't really have that uniting factor right now. Mm-hmm. And then there's some talks of maybe China's trying to intentionally draw a line to that. That's a whole other discussion. But uh, we've been going for, I think... Uh, about 120, if you want to call it for this one. I'm chilling, yeah. Um, I don't know if you were going to want to do after hours or not. So to anybody who's on the Patreon or got the Patreon, might not be an after hours because we're going to do a behind-the-scenes thing for the uh, whatever the fuck the next tier is called. Thank you for watching this. Uh, make sure to rate on whatever you're watching it on. And be chill. Yeah, leave a comment. Fucking whether it be what your thoughts on shit. Or new topics. I don't fucking know. Anything. Yeah, anything. Just <laughs> fucking, you know, what's your favorite kind of cheese? Hell yeah. Yeah. Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. Gorgon fucking Zola. <laughs> See you, kids. Gorgon.